On this episode, I really want to share a few strategies to stop overthinking in your business. I'm talking business, content, maybe even on the life tip, but I really want this episode to highlight some of my experiences and then really share some of the strategies that have helped me overcome some of those hurdles. Also, I'm going to tease next week's episode because I do have a really big announcement that I'm going to be sharing our first big announcement of 2024. And if you've been listening, I think you already know what it is. So do me a favor. If you're not subscribed to the podcast already, take a second and do so. Literally takes five seconds and you can do it while you're still listening to me. And that'll ensure that you know when new episodes come out, they'll pop right up and you will be one of the first in line for that big announcement. Welcome to Building Unapologetically, the podcast where we dive into the raw journey of personal growth, business building, and faith-infused strategies. I'm your host, Jordan Guyton, and I'm here to share my unfiltered highs, lows, and the lessons I've learned along the way. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, and empowered to build your dreams unapologetically. It is time for another episode of Building Unapologetically. I am talking all about over thinking. That constant state of your mind's always running the what ifs. If I do this, can I do this? Should I do this? What happens if I do? What will they think? What if it doesn't land? What if I want to talk about that. And as business owners, I feel like overthinking is the number one killer of great ideas, of conversions on the horizon, of stopping you from getting your dream clients. Like I really can't tell you how much content, how much of your business stays stagnant or doesn't move forward because we're caught in that cycle of overthinking. And if I am speaking to you right now, if you're like, oh, Jordan, calm down. You you all up in my business. Calm down. Then this episode is for you because I know exactly what that feels like. And I do think from time to time, it still be trying to play my life. And so on this episode, I really want to share a few strategies to stop overthinking in your business. I'm talking business, content, maybe even on the life tip, but I really want this episode to highlight some of my experiences and then really share some of the strategies that have helped me overcome some of those hurdles. Also, I'm going to tease next week's episode because I do have a really big announcement that I'm going to be sharing our first big announcement of 2024. And if you've been listening, I think you already know what it is. So do me a favor. If you're not subscribed to the podcast already, take a second and do so. Literally takes five seconds and you can do it while you're still listening to me. And that'll ensure that you know when new episodes come out, they'll pop right up and you will be one of the first in line for that big announcement. All right. I want to emphasize just the importance and beauty of leaving a review for this podcast and just how much it helps our rating. It helps our message be seen by more entrepreneurs like you who too are looking for this free, meaty, intentional content that actually drives results. And so I wanted to share a recent review that we got for the podcast because it just means so much that you take the time to do so. And I just want to continue this momentum all year long. It really just solidifies all the overthinking I had about this podcast for years and actually pulling the trigger and just seeing the fruits of the labor. So the review says, a must 
listen. I just started the episodes today and I'm on episode four and I can't stop listening. The way it is feeding my entrepreneurial spirit and judging by the amount of notes I have taken on my Apple notepad, I won't stop until I'm all caught up today. I mean, gem after gem being dropped, strategies, affirmations, and confirmations of things I already knew I had in me bursting out of each episode. You will not regret one minute you invest in this podcast and that's a promise. That review was left graciously by Tiana Tyree. Thank you so much for leaving that review. It really does mean a lot. And just thank you so much for taking the time to do that. So let's get into the strategies because hello, there are nothing but gems on this podcast. Let's talk about overthinking. I want to get the definition of overthinking because y'all know I love a good, true definition before I start making stuff up and you come in for me and I ain't sent for you. Okay. So overthinking is to think too much about something, to put too much time into thinking about or analyzing something in a way that is more harmful than helpful. Overthink a situation, problem, someone who overthinks and worries too much. Ooh, I feel like worrying is a sin. You know, the Lord says, cast your cares. We are not doing any worrying. But before I get into too much preaching, I do feel like as a business owner, we do get caught up in this mind trap, this mind overthinking overload. And so the first strategy for me, when I think about my business and I think about the way that I was overthinking the type of content that I wanted to put out there, going live for the first time. You know, if you've been here for a while, that I come from a 10-year career in entertainment. I was in front of the camera. I was on sets. I was shooting commercials. I was auditioning. I was on stages. I was doing all the things. But when it came to going live on social media, gulp. Like what? I was so nervous. I was overthinking everything. And the strategy that really got me through the hurdle of overthinking my content and posting and trying new things and smiling and being face to camera and showcasing my true personality was I really got clear on focusing on the mission, not the metrics. Aligning with a clear mission in your business, in your content is essential. And I got into the mindset of focusing on serving that one person. Whenever I hop on live video or whenever I post a piece of content, I think of the one woman who owns a business, runs a service-based business, is heart-centered, and wants to use her gifts and talents to transform lives. That is the one person I'm speaking to. And if I know that the piece of content that I'm putting out there or the way that I'm showing up on live video is going to just transform form her. If I get zero likes, I'm good. If no one shows up for my live and watches the replay later, I'm Gucci. If someone comes back and views it and reads my email, cool. But I know that when I put it out there, I put it out in a heart posture of good faith and knowing that that's what I'm focused on. And that as I continue to put one foot in the other, it is inevitable that I will be building connection with that one woman who I am meant to serve, who I'm called to serve. Another way that I've been able to focus on the mission, not the metrics, is I screenshot responses from that one woman. Whenever that one 
one woman reaches out and says this was so helpful or I needed this or thanks for showing up in this live like it really helped me or the podcast has changed the way that I think whatever evidence shows that the mission is being carried out I take a screenshot of that and I have a folder in my phone called the Y VJM VJM standing for Vera Jean Media the name of my company and it just really helps me stay tied and connected to what we're doing. It keeps me grounded in what we're doing. This shift really has influenced my content and it's really influenced the way that we do business, the way that we show up for our students, the way that we make sure that one of our core values being everyone should feel seen and heard is carried through the way that we do things. Okay, so really focusing on your mission. And if you don't know what your mission is, I really encourage you to take some time and sit down before putting out any content, before seeking out more clients for your roster. Maybe it's been a while since you've defined your mission. Do you need to redefine it? Are you a different person now? Aligning with the clear mission is so essential. I'm telling you. Strategy number two, I love this one. I'm looking at my notes and I'm like cheesing. Finding strength in community has helped me decrease that overthinking. There is so much power in surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals. I can't begin to explain. Like there are no words that will articulate the power of community in my life. The community in my life when it comes to business. Community for me really solidifies when I became active in connect groups. All churches call it something different, but the church that I was attending at the time was called connect groups. And that's where I was able to meet my core group of women when I restarted my journey, my faith journey. And I just met cool girls, like cool women that were just focused and love God and like just were happy and nice and normal people. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's like me. And I really didn't realize how much I loved community until I found myself in spaces like that and found core friends in my late 20s and my early 30s because I committed to community. And I know we're talking about overthinking in your business, but I do really think this translates because I got so, what's the word I'm looking for? I just trusted the power of community so much that I actually ended up starting my own connect group with a friend of mine. Hey, Kendra, if you're listening. And I remember days before we had, we hit capacity in our connect group. It was a women's Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday evening and it was in person at my apartment. And I remember the Sunday before connect groups were supposed to actually start in person. I can't believe I'm telling this story. I went to church. He was my boyfriend at the time. Kendra was at church as well. And I just remember going to them and I was hysterically crying. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if God really was like, Jordan, you need to lead a connect group. Like I was overthinking it so much. I was like, what am I doing? And I remember just going into the hallway and then praying for me and, and just reaffirming that. And, and that was my community, right? Reaffirming that you're called to do this. You can do this, like step into it. There's a reason that this was on your heart. Girl is starting Tuesday and these women signed up. So guess what? You doing it. And that connect group was one of the best experiences of my life. I think 
three of those women were in my wedding. They are powerhouses in themselves. They are business owners. I didn't own a business at that time. And they are some of the women that I go to for guidance to this day. So that's where community was really rooted and instilled in me. I mean, of course, you know, as a young kid, I had friends and in college I had friends, but like really sisterhood and community, I really started to understand it and feel it in my late 20s, early 30s. I was always the girl that had just the one friend. Like I had my bestie. It was just her and I. And that's great. And that's fine. But I wanted more. I wanted more relationships. And I have that now. And so that has carried into business, right? I say all that to say being in community throughout my business has helped me with my overthinking as well. You know, when I didn't have any money to invest, my community was free Facebook groups. And as I generated revenue, as I started to invest in programs or invest in community I'm part of, I'm in a paid community right now that is strictly to be in the community with these women of women that I feel like a little fish in a big pond. But I know that this is a faith-centered community of business women who are like-minded and who I can actually go to so that my overthinking subsides, starts to diminish because I'm surrounded by women that say, that's normal, girl. That's normal. You feeling that growing pain? That's normal. Oh, that broke? Okay, that's normal. Oh, you got that email? Girl, that's normal. Having community, I see that in CCA, my group coaching program, the Courageous Content Academy. One of the biggest questions I get is, how are you able to be so authentic in your content? And it's the community. When I see these women in CCA being surrounded by other women who are on the same journey and they're going live, and their CCA sisters are showing up for them or they're posting their offer for the first time and someone else is in there supporting them. That's where that overthinking stops. Because to be quite honest, when you put out content, that fear is like, what if no one responds? What if no one comments? What if no one shows up for your live? When you have that community, it looks like you posting in the group saying, hey guys, doing my first live, it's happening at 6 p.m. Please join if you're free and your girls are showing up for you. And you could care less about if your ideal client is in their room because you have community community from the people that you know you can trust and will catch the feelings that you have. And so really, if I have not driven it home enough, the impact of community on your mindset is real. And if you're not in community, I encourage you to get into community ASAP Rocky. Like, ASAP. Right now I have a broadcast channel. You guys know I'm launching CCA in the next few weeks. If social media content and community with female entrepreneurs is something that you're interested in and being in community with me, free Facebook groups, like I said, but get into some sort of community. And if if what you want doesn't exist, start your own. Pray on it, start your own. Okay. Speaking of investing in community, the third thing, the third strategy that has helped me with my overthinking and that mindset is investing in mentorship. Now there's a difference between mentorship and community, right? Community, we're in a space of like-minded, peer-to-peer, that's community. Mentorship is the game changer at every business stage. Mentorship is someone who has done what you want to do or has embodied a level of success that you see for yourself or has mastered a piece of business that you too want to get better at, that is mentorship. Let me go ahead and look at the exact definition because you guys know, I mean, not make stuff up. Mentorship. The guidance provided by a mentor, especially an experienced person in a company or educational institution. Let's say, what is the meaning of a mentor? 
A mentor is an experienced and trusted advisor. Keyword inexperienced. Investing in mentorship at every stage of my business has returned to me tenfold. Like not even just in financial gain, but in confidence gain, in community gain, in skills gain, in the way that I show up gain. Like mentorship is a non-negotiable for me. And when I started my business in 2020, I don't have a business degree. I never been an entrepreneur like where I was building a company like an LLC, S Corp, an entity. I never done. Yes, I did cut some lawns back in the day and got $15. Yes, that was me. But as an adult, no, right? I put my first business coach on a credit card, personal credit card, by the way, $2,500. That was my first investment in mentorship. And I probably peed myself because I was like, huh? What are you? What? That's that's a nice chunk of change. And girl, we scraping by right now. But I saw where I wanted to go. And I knew that this was something that I was not experienced in. So I sought out experience from someone who has been there, who has walked the walk. And over the years of my business, I've invested in many different areas so that I stop overthinking so much. So For example, I've invested in strengthening my messaging. I've invested in chat bot funnel support. It was a cohort. I invested in a mentorship program to help with corporate contracts. I invested in, I'm trying to think, so many. Oh, I've invested in personal development courses and programs because you don't know what you don't know, right? Oh, I'm also recently invested in a systems and development one-year mentorship program. If you don't bet on you, nobody else is going to. And I know when I make these investments, when I make these financial investments, it's on me to make it back, right? You have to do the due diligence on the front end with who you work with because we already know the streets is streeting, right? There's a lot of people selling things. There are a lot of courses. There are a lot of coaches. There are a lot of programs. There's a lot of a lot of. So it's definitely on you to do your due diligence in the front. And I've been bit in the butt by investments because I didn't do my due diligence or I wasn't mission aligned. I wasn't focused on the actual mission. Maybe I was focused on financial gain and that bit me in the butt, right? And it it really wasn't what I wanted at the time, right? It was shiny object syndrome. So you have to be honest with yourself in the season that you're in. Where are your blind spots and where can you pay to play to get ahead? And that's what investing in mentorship looks like to me. It's a cheat code. It's something that is laid out for me in a framework. That's why I've had hundreds of women invest in CCA because they said, hey, I really want to create content courageously. Girl, if you just tell me what to do, if you just give me the blueprint, if you just give me the step-by-step one, two, three, four, and what to do, just get me in the room and I'm good. And I can't tell you the results. I can tell you tons of results that I've seen from that program. 10K months, going live for the first time, filling up their membership, closing four clients on their first live webinar. It's insane. And the work that you do with your mentor should translate beyond beyond the program promise. What I'm saying is, When I think about CCA, the work that we're doing goes beyond the Wi-Fi. So yes, I'm talking about helping you with your content and social media, but I hear women tell me that they go to conferences or they're at parties or they're talking to their partner and they're just so much more courageous, so much more bold. Mentorship will grow you and it will build your confidence so that you're not always second guessing yourself. And let me remove that word always because I just think in life, we're going to think 
We're going to overthink. We're going to have moments where we grow and we're stretched and we're, is this the right direction or should I be right? But I will tell you, mentorship makes that foundation a little less shaky because again, it's that bridge that gets you from what you know and what someone else knows and has already done. So I will continue to this day to invest in mentorship. Yeah. So strategy number four, and I hope this is helpful so far, and this is the last strategy that I have, is empowering yourself through daily challenges, meaning choosing something every single day that may feel a little crunchy to you, where you're like, I'm nervous. Huh? I don't know if I should do this. I'm kind of, let me step it out. Let me close my eyes. Let me press the post button. Let me press the email button. Let me, I think every day, day in your business, you should try to find something that feels a little crunchy, that pushes the envelope a little bit. And the reason why I say that is because when you do something that you don't think you can do, or when you do something that you say you want to do or you're going to do, that builds the trust that you have in yourself. That allows you to trust the way that you think. That allows you to feel empowered by the way that you show up and your voices and your ideas and your essence and your authenticity, when you do something that feels a little crunchy or feels like you think that you can't do it or there's a little fear in it, there's so much like I'm that girl on the other side of that. There's so much I did that on the other side of that. And you build that trust bank with yourself. So I encourage you, you know, I love encouraging you, but as you listen to this, what's that one thing that you know would make a difference, but you just haven't pulled the trigger or it feels a little crunchy or you don't know what's on the other side of that? Is it responding to the person that left you on scene? Is it following up with someone for the second time? Is it going live? Is it asking for the sale in a post, not just in your stories? Is it investing in the program that you wanted to invest in for a long time, but you don't know if you're going to make it back because you're overthinking? Is it finally taking the leap to introduce a new service or a new offer in your business? Is it letting go of a client because they stress you out? Is it going after the client that you've always dreamed of? What is that overthinking that you're silencing that is keeping you from your next level? What is that? And do it. Don't be so attached to the outcome that you don't even try. Again, you will build that muscle in yourself and you'll begin to trust yourself even more because if you don't build it now, as you continue to build your business, there's going to be so many outside voices that end up building your business for you. So build that relationship with yourself first. Empower yourself to do one scary thing every day. And if every day is too much to think about, do it once a week, okay? I love these types of episodes and I love having these conversations. My newsletter is a great place to see me write these thoughts out and expand a little bit more on my stories just in business and in life. So if you're not on my newsletter yet, get plugged in. We'll leave that link in the show notes as well. But I really want this episode, I want you to walk away from this episode just with a new boost of confidence, a newfound confidence in just your decision making, right? In the way that you know that you've been called to do something, so you're going to do it. Some of the results that I've seen from just eliminating that overthinking is feeling bolder, is feeling more courageous, is my sales increases, right? I get more clients when I'm more confident, when I stand 10 toes down for my offer or what I believe in. My influence increases. And again, like I just 
just begin to fall in love more and more with the person that I'm becoming. The best relationship you can have is the relationship with yourself. So love on her and pour into her and show up for her. Okay. Again, you guys got me on my preaching soapbox, but I really love doing these types of episodes because I do hope that you're walking away from this feeling empowered. You are that girl, been that girl, still that girl, forever will be that girl. And I want you to take these strategies to really reduce all the overthinking that's been swirling in your head because you're really on the brink to your next level once you start to eliminate those. Thank you again for listening. I'm so excited to continue walking into the year with you. If you have not taken the time to rate this podcast and leave a review, please do so because it really helps more people see it. It helps us better in the rankings. And again, I just love hearing from you. Next week, tune in. We have a really, really, really big announcement. I'm so excited. It's our first one of 2024 and you're gonna wanna be there. But until then, I will see you next week and do me a favor, keep building unapologetically. Thank you so much for tuning in to Building Unapologetically. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating, and share this episode in your Instagram stories ASAP. Don't forget to tag me, at Jordan Guyton. Your feedback and support truly means the world to us and helps us reach more listeners who are on their journey to building unapologetically. Unapologetically.